Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 24th, and my name is Scott Chera. I'm Grace's dad, and today I'm going to do something I generally don't believe in, which is clearing my name. Uh, why don't I believe in it? Uh, because Noah was laughed at when building the ark, and he didn't clear his name. Jesus didn't defend himself when the Pharisees led him to the cross, so why should I? However, in the past couple of weeks, something has come to my attention. A deep fake AI photo has been shared, and I want to put a stop to it. I was originally going to record this monocast on April 1st, but the urgency of the matter forced an early release. Um, Don, can you bring up the deep fake photo first, number one? All right, so this is what got me going on this. Then I own a business, and my guys... Uh, they took it one step further. They find this thing and they make a poster out of it. Don can bring up the second one. So they bring, make a poster and then they, they put it up on the pallet racking with the pallet fork so I can't even reach it. So this type of thing, of course, used to be be fun, but you know, this is this is this is serious stuff. So you look at what we used to do when when the technology first came out, and you can see Grace as a cat. Don, if you bring up the next photo. So this whole debacle has gotten me to do a deep dive into our topic today. And so the title today is Why Cats? So Don, can you bring up the uh, first page of the PowerPoint, please? All right. So um, let me just get my bearings here, Don. I got to get this this blanket. It's a little cold in here today. All right. So uh, back to the. Can you bring up the first page again? Sorry. All right. So we got the we got the title slide. All right. So now next, what I want to do is, you know, this is this has been a nagging question on my mind uh, for a very long time. The question of why cats, but we're going to take a stab at it today. So Grace got this idea. Uh, Grace and I were on opposite ends of the cat continuum. So she she was a cat lover, and you know, I just I don't get it. So when her and I used to talk through this stuff, it was pretty pretty fun. So go ahead and and bring up first. We'll get into the fold. Grace with her cat Tony. Uh, so this is a, a female. This was Travis's cat, and then you can bring up Grace with her cat Cruz. All right. So this was uh, was a male. It was neutered or spayed, whatever the difference is. And then you can look at her cats today. So Cindy, my wife, took this picture last week. So they're still they're still alive and well. So Grace's stories, her and I her and my stories go back in a number of situations. So when I first realized that Grace uh, liked cats, I said, Grace, I'm allergic to cats. And she said, Well how do you know that you're allergic to cats? And I said, Well can't you tell my right eye is itching. And she said, Dad, that can't be. Both of your eyes would be itching if you were allergic to cats. And I said, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, she's a pretty smart kid. I said, well, but my, my right leg, every time a cat walks in front of me, my right leg goes up uncontrollably. And, of course, she'd say, oh, Dad, stop that. Well, then she got the – she knew that that cats would split a room. So she learned this story. One of our clients shared this story with me, and I shared it with Grace. And so her and I would do this as a routine when when we um, would do our comedy together. 
so you got to get this picture. So Grace is driving. She's acting like she's driving, and she she hits a cat on the road. And so she goes and knocks on the on the door of the person uh, who she thinks that cat it is because it's on you know near their driveway. And so the person answers, and you know there's this little girl there, and she says to the person answering the door, "I think I hit your cat." And so the person, of course, would say, "Well, how do you know it was mine? What did it look like?" And Grace would do this. And then the person, person of course, would say, no, no, no. What did it look like before you hit it? And Grace would do this. So it was just, it was a blast. And so then I actually told her, you know, we have a pond. And I said, Grace, we got to take the cats for a swim. Cats love water. And of course, she'd, oh, dad, you know better than that. All right. So then uh, this ratcheted up a bit with the cat litter. So go ahead and bring up the cat litter picture. So this is a a picture of cat litter at Sam's Club. And Grace and I got tagged with going to Sam's Club one day and cat litter's on the list. So get the cat litter. And I see this palette. I said, Grace, we can make millions. I said, we'll use the exact same uh, packaging, everything, but we'll call it instead of fresh step, we'll call it last step. And well, what do you mean, Dad? I said, well, we'll have, we'll, we'll get the the packaging just right. We'll get shelf space right next to Fresh Step. So when the husband gets tagged with going to pick up cat litter, he picks up Last Step instead of Fresh Step. So then, you know, obviously get home and the cat keels over, and then the wife says, well, you know, the cat's dead. Well, what happened? And she picks up the 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 litter bag oh gosh you picked up last step instead of first step and of course the husband tries to not smirk oh oh oh, golly gee I picked up the wrong stuff all right well anyway all of that said I found a interesting parallel to my belief in cats with Paul Washer he's one of the few pastors who I trust and he has come out publicly on the same side of the issue that I'm at. So can you roll that clip, Don? So let's let's say that you really didn't like me at all. I don't know how that would be possible, but let's just say that you really didn't like me at all and you wanted to prove to everyone that I wasn't a Christian. So you hid outside my house with a snapshot camera. And one day it's late, it's snowing. I'm tired, I haven't slept hardly that night. And I walk out... And the worst thing that could possibly happen, there's a cat there. I don't like cats. And I kick the cat. And at that moment, you take the picture. Bam. And you publish it everywhere on the Internet. That's what people do, right? Publish it everywhere on the Internet. Look, Paul Washer's not saved. And then some of you theologians will debate, well, he did kick a cat and not a dog. So there is possibility. So there's a few other things I don't get. Might as well get these out of the way before we uh, answer the real question or dive in a little further on the real question. So, you know, why do people name their cats? I don't get that because they never come to the name. You When you call them, you always say, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. You know, I don't get it. Then, you know, my son Travis taught me when his cat would do something wrong, he would say nine. So I looked this up. And so... That is the German pronunciation of nine. And it's telling the cat, this is your last life. But then obviously you're playing a game with the cat because you don't end the life. I mean, this is a lot like um, a kid in the grocery store, the 
the mall, whatever, and starts acting up. And the parent warns the the kid, I'm going to take you outside and, and give you a spanking if you don't knock it off. And then the parent never does that. And what happens? The kid is trained to keep doing it. So we keep training these cats over and over and over to keep doing what they're not supposed to do. So then a couple of other interesting facts I picked up when I was a kid. And that is a dog thinks it's a cat and a cat thinks it's a dog. So if you have a cat and a dog, realize each one thinks it's the other because they don't have a mirror. My dad got me into this because he named his dog cat and his cat dog. And of course, when I was a kid, there was no such thing as inside animals. It was everything was outside. All right. So what about skinning the cat? You know, I've always liked the phrase, there's more than one way to skin the cat. So I did a little digging on that. So go ahead and pull up the, the screenshot. This will be in the show notes. Uh, if you're interested in, in digging into this, uh, this phrase goes all the way back into the uh, 1600s. So it's, it's pretty interesting. So Don will have that, that link in the show notes. All right. So then what I, I want to dive into the idea about cats having nine lives. But first, we'll, um, now that the cat's out of the bag, so Don, bring up the second slide of the PowerPoint. Uh, what about cats having nine lives? The third slide of the PowerPoint. Well, the now whole nine lives thing came, uh, I don't know where it started. I mean, I actually dug into that a little bit, but what I remember when I was a kid is, is Morris the cat, the nine lives cat. So can you put, uh, roll that clip down from in the seventies? Morris, your horoscope's divine. What do the stars know? Listen, new experience forthcoming. It's true. There's something new for Din Din. Did the stars forget I'm finicky? It's nine lives. New beef and liver. The Moroscope says check that out. <laughs> wow, nine lives. <laughs> new beef and liver from nine lives. Nutritious foods cats really like. Even Morris. Nine lives, it's what's in the dish, not the stars. <laughs> All right, so do cats really have nine lives? This is a serious question. So we're going to play nine clips in a row. They're going to be real fast, and I'll just comment on each one. So the first one is no cats with no fear. They have no fear. Go ahead, Don. Ah, that one just makes me, that gives me the creeps. All right, they're also risk takers. Number two, go ahead, Don. Number three, they have acrobatic skills. Go ahead. Go, Ninja Goon. Number four, they can survive a ceiling fan. Go ahead. Muffy. Number five, 
multiple levels of no fear. Go ahead. I'm convinced that Fred was born without a survival instinct, unafraid of strangers and pretty much anything else. We are running the engine. That's the engine. And that is Fred. He likes to square up with dogs. Literally. Unlike most animals, he has no concept of life and death. They can survive amazing falls. Go ahead, Don. They can survive tornadoes. This is a clip from Newsweek. So show the clip, please, Don. Number eight. This happens to be my personal favorite, the garage door survivor. Well, it's probably safe to say a cat in Louisiana has used up at least one of its nine lives after somehow getting stuck in a garage. This is one of the crazy pictures of Bella. Half her body stuck at the top of the closed garage door. The owner thinks Bella fell asleep on the garage door when it was open. Is it okay? It's okay. And she got stuck when he closed it. Sheriff's deputy was able to get Bella free, and she was not hurt. And finally, number nine, burning building survival. Go ahead, Don. And of course, once a cat does use up all of its nine lives, we need the appropriate memorial. So go ahead and play Morris the Cat is Dead Memorial, Don. The original Morris the Cat. A generation of Americans grew up watching him on TV. A generation of Americans grew to love and idolize him. And now Morris the Cat is dead. But his memory lives once again in the most amazing evening of entertainment you'll ever see. Steve is the original Morris the Cat. It's like seeing Morris the Cat alive once more. This is so boring. Steve captures all of the excitement, charisma, and magic of the original Morris the Cat. Morris, time for Din Din. Can I see the wine list? Steve is the original Morris the Cat. See Steve as Morris the Cat, coming soon to a town near you. Morris, don't be finicky. Eat my kitty litter. <laughs> and now that I have become a conspiracy theorist... It wouldn't be um, 
this this <laughs> this recording wouldn't be complete if I didn't look into predictive programming about the love for cats. So this is all the way back from 1957. Go ahead, Don. Beaver, what in the world are you doing up there? Sitting in a tree, Dad. Well, come down. I... Well, don't frighten him. He might fall. Uh, well, Beaver, come on down, boy. Supper's ready. Uh-uh. Beaver, please come down out of that tree. I can't. You'll hit me. He's been up there an hour, lady. Well, we've been looking for him all day. Beaver, come on down here. What's the trouble? There's a boy up there in that tree. Oh, I thought it was a cat. Come on, Beaver. <laughs> Don, can you bring up the fourth slide, the final slide of the PowerPoint, please? All right, so... The answer to my quest to find out why cats, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord's. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So uh, that's my conclusion. I do have one final clip that I'm we're going to go out with. Grace would have absolutely loved this clip. It's a neat story. Uh, so this is, uh, we'll go out with this and, and I won't come back. That's a wrap. Go ahead, Don. Okay, I'm back. I dug into the archives to show you we have been having this cat debate in our family for 30 years. At almost four years old, Grace's big sister Jess comes to grips with where cats fit in the pecking order. Please enjoy. That's a wrap.